Hey there, it's Coach Laura with Compassionate Coaching. One of the most common questions I get is how did I start my podcast? Was it hard? Did it cost a bunch of money? Where do I even start? I'm really glad you asked because with Anchor FM, it's super easy to start recording your very own podcast. Just sign up for their free account at Anchor FM. You can record episodes from the Anchor app right on your phone or upload one from your computer. Anchor is going to lead you step-by-step in getting listed in all the major directories. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM and get started today. I know you have stuff to say and we want to hear it. Hello and welcome to the Health and Wellness Made Easy podcast, where we're focused on helping you love the life you already have. Episodes are generally released every Monday, except when they're not. I'm your host, Coach Laura Adair with Compassionate Coaching. I am so glad you're here. If you're feeling unsatisfied with your life, putting up with does not serve you or burning up all your precious energy, trying to be something or someone you're not, you're in the right place. We're here to bring you a sacred space for stepping into your authentic self, the one you were designed to be. Using masterful coaching and human design tools, I can help you fully embrace who you are at your very core so that you can live a life that you love. I have an incredible, is there a doctor in the house? Guest today, Dr. Rowena Winkler, and she has a PhD in communicating from the University of Maryland and about 20 years in the marketing and communications industry with almost 10 years as a practicing astrologer. Dr. Winkler has coached and mentored hundreds of individuals to help them find alignment on their terms. She is a cosmic catalyst coach and a realignment strategist. She helps women find their voice. I love it. She helps women to find their voice and take intuitive action steps so they can live authentically empowered lives using astrology, human design, tarot, reading, and performance. Dr. Winkler expertly helps her clients get unstuck and inspire their inner muse. Oh my gosh, can't wait to get started. Hello and welcome, doctor. How are you today? I am doing great, Laura. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. It's such a pleasure. I cannot wait to dive into all the juicy details about who you are and what you do. And if I didn't cover it in your intro, can you tell us a little more about you and what you do? What are you passionate about? And what do you give a fuck about? (laughs) I gotta say, Laura... (laughs) (laughs) I got to say that I was silently giggling during the introduction (laughs) and how you just casually dropped that F-bomb in there. As I mentioned before we we started recording, I'm originally from New Jersey, so I'm all about you know telling people that I don't give a fuck about something or I do give fucks (laughs) about something. So this is wonderful. I'm already feeling in a, in, in my space. (laughs) Good, 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 good. So yes, as I mentioned, I grew up in South Jersey outside of Philadelphia. I am a child of immigrants. My parents came from the Philippines to this country. They met in the States, but I'm a first generation American. And as you may or may not know, or your, your listeners may or may not know, There's a lot of pressure that comes with being an immigrant child. You know, my parents came here to this country and met and had my sister and I to provide a better life for us. Right. And so growing up, I felt this pressure to perform mostly academically 
But then that soon translated to professionally as well to make my parents proud and to show family members and and family friends that, yes, we made it. And so I got my bachelor's, my master's and my Ph.D. in communication in less than 10 years. So (laughs) your girl hustled. Yeah, (laughs) she really likes school. And I moved on to my first position as a professor teaching classes in public relations, in social media, crisis communication, public speaking. And I realized soon after that hmm, something's just not feeling right, that this was not the career trajectory that I thought it was, that this wasn't the career and life that I had originally envisioned when I did all that work and invested all that time, money and energy into my degrees. But I was scared, you know, I was a quote unquote rock star in my department. I didn't want to let anyone down. I don't know if we want to get into human design, but, you know, I, I have some open centers that, you know, an open head and an open route. So a lot of people pleasing and conflict avoidance in my human design chart. And I I didn't, I didn't know what to do. Even though I was struggling mental health wise, I got kidney stones my first year at this new job. And then what happened was my father passed away from cancer. So he was sorry. Thank you. Thank you. He was, he was sick when I was writing my dissertation, I dedicated my dissertation to him and things were looking better until they weren't. And so he passed away in 2013. And as I'm sure you can imagine, and folks listening can imagine when you lose someone so close to you, especially a parent. And I was young, you know, I was in my late twenties. I, it changed everything. It really shifted my perspective. It made me think very deeply about my legacy and what I was doing here. And I realized that this job, despite what I was afraid of, despite of what other people may think of me leaving academia, it just wasn't worth it. And so I walked away without a plan, which is not like me at all. And I did some exploring a little bit. I have a communication and marketing background. So I worked in the industry for for a little bit. I managed a small writing team. I worked for a digital marketing agency. And then we had, as my therapist and I like to call, the collective retreat of Mm COVID-19, where everything shut down. We were forced to sit with ourselves. We weren't as distracted with all the things around us. And I gave birth to my beautiful baby girl. Um, she was born 19 days early, March 8th, 2020 international women's day, literally days before the world shut down due to COVID. And it was another reminder of, okay, what am I doing here? What's my legacy? What am I going to role model for my little girl? And I've always had aspirations to be an entrepreneur, to have my own business and to try it out. But again, fear, imposter syndrome, all of that, you know, scarcity mindset, worthiness, situations that I, all this self-talk that I was doing and engaging in, it was getting in the way of me going for it, but it was COVID and my daughter that made me realize you never know what's going to happen. Right. And that I wanted to show her that if you are really passionate about something that you can try, it's like, why not? Why not try? And so I originally started off in 2020 
as just an astrologer, my, my company is called journey to consciousness LLC. And I was doing astrology readings for a bit until again, it was that like Rowena, this it's, it's good, but it's not quite what you are meant to do. And so I took a bit of a pause. I regrouped, reset, talked to some really close friends and to a fellow coach friend who made me realize, I love that you landed on the line that I help women find their voice because we discovered through my exploration, me and my friend uh, who was talking to me, who's a coach, that that was the zone of genius. I enjoy talking to people, connecting with with people, with women in particular, and helping them find their voice, whether that's through branding their business or stepping outside of their role as just a mom or finding their dream career and job, or just trying to make it day to day, feeling like they could be themselves as a creative, as a woman, as a person. And that was when I decided to integrate my experience as an astrologer with my experience as a professor, a teacher, a mentor, and create this beautiful coaching offering where I help women get unstuck. I help women own their magic using these modalities and step into their amazing divine embodiment. So yeah, that's where I am today. And that's the cosmic catalyst coach. You know, I use these spiritual, holistic, woo-woo, whatever you want to call it, modalities and tools to help women find that alignment. We use practical action steps, right? So it's not up here. It's not esoteric. It's not, you know, ah, here we are. It's really bringing it to intentional, inspired action steps so that we can, you know, be who we want to be and find that life we're meant to live. Oh, I love that. It's amazing finding that voice. And, you know, as women, I think that we really do need the support. And sometimes I think what we really need is permission. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> that permission slip. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Give me some more words about that. Oh, goodness. I mean, just in my own experience, I it, I was talking to a good friend about it last night, uh, a friend from high school who has known me for a really long time. And similarly brilliant has a doctorate and we talked about how people see us you know dr rowena winkler and oh she's done so much she's quote unquote following her bliss but the reality is as i mentioned i was doing these things based on the expectations of other people now i'm glad i got my degrees and no one can take those away from me but for the first time with this business and this offering and again motivated by the death of my father and the birth of my daughter, I'm realizing, yeah, I need to give myself permission to be me because at the end of the day, I'm living my unique life. No one else is going to be stepping in here and telling me essentially what I need to do to, to be happy and fulfilled. Only I know that. And as you mentioned in my bio, that's where this notion of the inner muse comes in. That's amazing. Thank you so much for that. And you know, when you were, uh, when you first started your story, you said, I was feeling all this pressure. And I thought, I'll bet she's got an open root center. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you thought that. And then I mentioned it. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Your girl has for sure. Open, open root for sure. <laughs> open root. So I understand that you also use human design mm -hmm. and, uh, with your clients, with yourself, um, which is 
which is a subject that could go on for the rest of our lives in conversation. But I'm, I'm wondering, would you share with us your human design, like your type strategy profile kind of, can you tell us what you are in human design terms? Yes. I am a four, six sacral generator. Wow. (laughs) Excellent. And uh, for people who don't know what that means, um, can you tell them what it means to be a four, six sacral generator? Sure. Sure. Let me, let me actually work backwards. So the generator, the generator part, right? So generators are the worker bees, right? The energizer bunnies are our role, right? Is to, to go about this world, this plane and to use our energy to, to do things and to, you know, not necessarily hustle, but use our energy to do things that light us up. Right. And that, even though at first glance, it may feel selfish or ego-centered, that's not necessarily the case because we role model to others around us, like, no, like do what makes you happy. And that's where the sacral piece comes in, right? That with my closed sacral center, I rely on that sacral energy, the the yes, no, like, what am I feeling? Is it, am I going to to go with it? Am I going to continue on with the decision or am I, or is it a, not a good fit? Because (laughs) before I discovered human design, there are many instances of when I went along with something because of people pleasing, because I didn't want let any, let someone down. And then I was what we call the not self theme frustrated, right? I was not happy. And I felt like I was on this hamster wheel, not doing what lights me up. And so as I've discovered my human design and as I've tapped into my sacral energy, I realized that I really need to respond to the opportunities that are coming to me as a generator and to really feel into what what my intuition, what my body, what my spirit is telling me. And that, you know, generators there, it can be vocalizations. I know that I do that when I'm really into something, which is why I was, <laughs> Laura, covering my mouth when you were dropping those F-bombs. I was like, mm, yes, mm-hmm. yes. You know, I do a lot. Mm, yeah. Uh-huh. And it was so fascinating because my friends in grad school would make fun of me because they say, Rowena, you are such an active participant when people present. Cause I would be like that shaking my head and like, mm, yes. Uh-huh. But now I realize that it's part of my human design. <laughs> That's funny. And then the four, six part of it is, uh, my, my profile, you know, there's the different, there's a different, you know, one through six. And so I am the opportunist role model. So opportunist meaning exactly what we're doing here, right? Networks, building connections, quality of relationships. I love meeting people. I love talking to people. I love hearing and sharing stories and seeing how we can help each other fulfill our dreams and goals and whatnot. And then the six is that role model piece, which I found interesting, especially now stepping into my coaching business, where, you know, the first 30 years or so of my life is all about figuring things out, living life, learning these lessons, the ones that I mentioned when I talked about who I am and where I've come from and how I've gotten here. And you know, 30, 30 to 50 is doing a lot of that inner work, which I'm definitely, (laughs) definitely in the middle of right now and really releasing a lot of those limiting beliefs and, and knowing that I can 
I can do what, what I can put my mind to and just having that mindset shift, mind, yeah, mindset shift and, and working with, with women and then 50 on once I hit 50, it's becoming that, you know, like grandmother willow (laughs) sage woman where I can share my wisdom and learnings with other people. And I really do. Once I found that out in my human design, Oh my goodness, Laura, it really, it just blew my mind because yes, yes. As I mentioned throughout my story, there were moments where I'm like, "Mm, mm, this isn't quite right. And now finding out that that is part of my human design blueprint and makeup, it was, it was so transformative. I was like, yes, this is, this is what I'm meant to do. I hope that, yeah, I hope oh, that was good I, enough. <laughs> oh, Rowena, absolutely good enough. You betcha. So Rowena, you just gave me goosebumps and chills and made the hair stand up on the back of my neck because we hadn't really talked much before this, but I am a four, six manifesting generator. (laughs) (laughs) So the four and the six, we all have different experiences of that, but, and really the only difference is, you know, I have that defined sacral and I respond from the sacral center. I'm a, uh uh-huh, (laughs) uh-uh, not enough information. Right. So, um, yeah. And the only difference is I think, you know, we still have the same theme of we'll experience a deep sense of satisfaction or frustration. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's frustration and anger. So, you know, I've spent, you know, the, the six in my profile, there's three phases of life, which you talked about as you're in, you know, there's phase one, two, and three, and you're in phase two. And I'm just now stepping into phase three, that sage, sage woman thing, but wow, talk about topsy turvy. Um, but I can get pissed off. Right. Yeah. And that, and, and that's our, when we get frustrated and impatient and, and angry, it's our body's internal wisdom, mm. really channeling divine. It says, honey, you're not on the right path, sweetheart, wake up, you know? And it, it's yeah. just, when we can tune into that human design portion, it gives us this whole language to explain like stuff we kind of knew about ourselves, but weren't really able to vocalize. And it just yes. gives it this this, this language. So I was just, yeah, I'm just sitting here grinning and bobbing my head and going, uh-huh, uh-huh. She's a four, six. Uh-huh. I love it. No, I'm always, it's interesting because I talked with a four, six yesterday. So apparently us four sixes are just hanging out and it's so lovely that, you know, you're stepping into that third phase of the six of the role model. And I'm in my, in my second, that's just really, that's so cool. Oh, it's amazing. Um, would you like to talk a little bit more about human design and and maybe um, some of the impacts that's had in your life or the people that you work with or maybe an aspect that really lights you up about it? Sure. You know what? I, I was thinking as you shared that you're a manifesting generator, the a four, six manifesting generator, that since I'm just a pure generator, the the slight difference, right, is that with the manifester qualities, you have more propensity to initiate, right? And gen- as generators, we're here to respond. I would say that that really <laughs> learning that and knowing, because I think about my life and yeah, it, I, I had a lot of opportunities come my way. And, and, and addition, additionally, I was trying to start things, you know, or initiate when maybe I shouldn't have. And then knowing that I just need to look around me and see who my network is and build my business through community. Those were aspects of my chart that 
were really crucial in understanding more about myself and how to operate my business. Because here's the thing. I'm a fairly new entrepreneur. I, as I mentioned, I started in 2020 when COVID hit and when my daughter was born. And so when you're starting out, I know for a lot of folks, we're still trying to figure out what works, what's the systems, right? And so going, reading the books and doing the webinars and seeing all these quote unquote best practices, it wasn't until probably just this year, you know, we're recording in 2022 that I decided to just let go of all of that and really tap into that sacral, really tap into that energy to know, okay, what actually lights me up? Even though this is considered a quote unquote best practice when it comes to coaching or business or what have you, that's not sitting with me. And once I gave myself permission, as we talked about, to not have to go that route and do something that feels more in alignment with me, because I also have a closed spleen, right? So my intuition is like, <laughs> snapping right along. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> snapping along. Yep. It was, it, it, it just, it was such a game changer. It really, it, I feel, I feel more at ease with my business. There's less anxiety. You know, I'm not where I, I want to be with my business, but I know it'll work out and be okay because I'm stepping into that design and into that alignment. Excellent. I love that. So one of the things that we talked about before we got on today was that my focus in the podcast for this particular season or this series of episodes is really stepping into loving the life that you already have. And I'm wondering um, what you think is key in learning to love that the life that you already have um, or, you know, for yourself, for your family, for your clients, um, supporting them and loving their life. You want to, you want to talk to that a little bit? Yeah, sure. I think so when it comes to, in terms of my own practice of mindfulness and holistic wellness, something that I take very seriously is the practice of affirmations. So I have daily affirmations each each morning. I have I use affirmations to help me stay grounded and present. And additionally, to help me remember that by having an attitude of gratitude, that I essentially have the power to to manifest whatever you know I, I think would would help me and fulfill me in in my life. But you know a lot, for a lot of us, we are looking around being like, oh, you know, I don't have my dream house or I don't. Right. It's like a such scarcity mindset. Like, oh, you know, I wish that I had more money or like, oh, I wish I, I had had this many clients or, you know, just using those examples there. But what I've found is by engaging in a practice of affirming myself in what I'm doing now here and now and who I am here and now. And additionally, intertwining it with just the gratitude and gratefulness of what I have now, I think that sends a signal to the universe like, oh, snap, like Rowena's ready. She's she's good. What she got, she's ready to receive more, you know, yes, and it's just opened sure. up this door. Yeah. To abundance. It's been really cool. 
I mean, if you could see Rowena bouncing in her chair, mm-hmm, yep, I'm just going <laughs> stepping right along, baby. <laughs> I know, I gesticulate a lot for it's sure. Like, yeah, look at her go. She did bouncing along. That stuff that lights me up. So, when you talk about affirmations, are there some in specific that you tend to say over and over to yourself? You have an example. So, as me and my husband talk about, I, I'm, I tend to be someone that follows my spirit. So I don't have reoccurring. I don't. I don't. Okay. I, I don't, I usually write affirmations in terms of what's going on in my life. So for example, one of my affirmation this morning is I am trusting, I am trusting the process. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So as I mentioned, I'm in this, I feel like that I'm in this transition time with my life and in, and with my business and, you know, we get impatient. <laughs> <laughs> we want shit to happen now. Right. We're That's like, okay, right. I'm ready. Let's go. Come on again. I'm from Jersey. Right. I'm like, all right, come on. I'm stuck in this traffic on I-95. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, we're like, all right, let's go. Let's go. Come on. I'm a generator too. Right. Like, let's I go. Know. Let's go. Where's my fucking white picket fence. Yeah. <laughs> come on, let's go. But yeah, it's just, okay. I need to surrender a bit and trust. I need to trust the process. So I am trusting the process has been my, is my affirmation today. <laughs> Trust the process. If you didn't catch that the first time, trust the process. That is a beautiful saying. And it is one that I use myself along with, you know, sometimes when I get into that whole not enoughness and the self-doubt and that kind of stuff, um, I have enough. I know enough. I am enough. And it's one that I use over and over when I, when I fall into self-doubt, like who, who am I kidding to be a podcaster? Who's going to listen to me or what, you know, why do I even think I'm, I'm a master life coach? Oh yeah. Cause I have a master, you know, in life coaching. Hello. (laughs) You know, (laughs) we do, we get the self-doubt thing, you know, and with that open root center, hello, we get this pressure from other people and then, you know, pressure from ourselves through that saying, you know, that's where I pressure myself. And when I first, you know, had my eyes open to that is a pressure center and this constant pressure in my life of mm-hmm. having to be enough and know more and, and do more and accomplish more and all that. Like when I looked at it through the lens of human design and realized I was creating my own pressure mm-hmm. and taking on everyone else's pressure, I let it go in a snap. And it was like, boom, the weight fell off my shoulders. I don't need a massage every week now, although that would be nice (laughs) to keep doing that. But the pressure just came off and it was really profound and life-changing. Have you had experiences like that? Oh my goodness. Yes. I mean, once you, once I, and it sounds like you as well, once I figured out that these open centers were all, you know, I was open to conditioning or what other people's energies and thoughts were about. And and that oftentimes the pressure, as you mentioned, or these feels that I'm feeling may not even necessarily be mine. Once that realization came to fruition, as you said, once you let it go, then it's like, oh, wait, shit, it wasn't, it wasn't all me. I, you know, and, and there are times, especially as I mentioned with grad school, especially, and being a professor and being in higher ed, I put, a, I knew cognitively, I knew I was putting pressure on myself that didn't necessarily have to happen. But now that I, but now I'm seeing, listen, I had to have this experience to bring me to where I am today. For right? Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, no, it was, again, this is why human design is so amazing. It just gives us these insights on ourselves and yeah, it makes us feel like, oh, wait, I'm not, I'm not weird or, you know, I'm not less than, or I'm, I'm not doing something wrong or what have you. It's no, this is my, this is my design. This is what I meant to embody on this plane. For sure. It's like, you know, I'm just written this way. I love to say that it's it. And that brings us to a level of acceptance. Like here is how you're designed. Here's your blueprint or your treasure map or your owner's manual. However you want to say, here's your chart. This is who you are. This is like, here's your outline. Here's how you put together. Now you can live from your highest energetic vibration, or you can embody all the lowest energy vibration of those things. And you know, there's free will. It's up to you, sweetheart. How do you want to live it? <laughs> yes. Right. And um, yes. And, yeah. And, and it just opened the door for myself, for my clients, for everyone. I've done a chart for hundreds of charts at this point, but you know, it just opens that door to a level of acceptance where we can just trust the process. Yes. And yeah. it's, it's that permission slip we were talking about, right? Sure. It's like, here's your blueprint. Here's your, yeah, whatever roadmap, your chart. Here's the permission to trust the process and just be you. Yes. And, you know, just be me. That's who I am. It's who I'm designed to be. And, you know, I think at first I, I was a little disappointed. It, you know, I looked at my chart and I went, what? <laughs> I, what? I don't have all my centers defined. Why not? You know, where, mm -hmm. you know, when we look and go, you know, I have chart envy, you know, I look at somebody with that, with a, with a defined spleen that has access to that type of intuition all the time, you know, and I'm like, mm -hmm. I want that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, but it's like what mine is open, meaning that when I'm picking up intuition, it's like way bigger, it's amplified. You know, and I have both of my emotional centers are open. So when somebody comes into a room and they're pissed off, I know about it. Mm. <laughs> and I so, so I get to use that gift in a different way. I love that. I love that reframe, Laura. Yeah. That's, that's what it's all about, right? It's, it's so hard, especially nowadays with the rise of coaching and online businesses and, you know, all, all the things that we can do this comparisonitis, right. We can, whether it's chart envy or business <laughs> envy or woman envy or whatever, whatever type of envy, but I think it's great to reframe that and, and really, yeah, unpack what that, where that envy is coming from and how that can push you to, yeah, see what the gifts you already have can be amplified to help other people. Oh, for sure. And we're all born with our special, unique set of gifts that we get to share with the world. And, and how we take the world in is different from person to person. And when mm -hmm. we, and it's sort of like when you see it, you can't unsee something, right? And it just, and you're able then to step into that higher vibration of each of our centers, each of our gifts, each of, us have something so special and unique to share with the world that we get to just step into that and we can just let go of the extraneous crap. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let it go. Let yeah. it go. friends. <laughs> yeah, sure. And then we get to step into our deconditioning process. That's what mm -hmm. the human design term. Have, do you have experience with the deconditioning process yourself or with your clients? So, you know, it, it's, it's interesting. I'm trying to, I'm thinking of an example. So one of my clients, when we pulled up her chart, we found out that she, she was a projector, which I think she was as many of us, many folks who aren't generators do trying to move about this world as a generator, right? Sure, Just sure. trying to make things happen. And 
once she realized, and she's a creative too, mind you, uh, so a performer. And once she realized that it's not so much about her per se and her like doing the work and removing that, you know, that conditioning that she has to act this certain way and learning that her role as a projector is to guide and shine a light on others who she, you know, through her teaching or through the work that she does creatively. I think that that was a, that like a, I don't know. I'm like, I'm doing this motion here. It just unlocked something. It, it really was one of those aha moments for her. And I can see it. I can see that she's more comfortable and no longer, again, the permission slip, no longer questioning why things why things weren't working out for her as she'd like it was because she was going about the going about her day as a type that she's not <laughs> absolutely and yeah. i think boy we take that in from everywhere on you know on television and social media and over our phones you know just do it go out and get it done and work yes. hard and it'll pay off and you know um go 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 and not all of us are designed to live that way. And that, that projector energy, you're not designed to work nonstop. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have that defined sacral center, which is this huge energy generator for some of us. And every person that I've spoken with who's discovered that energy type, when I say, so you're not designed to work all day, every day. And they go, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, knew that. Yes. yes. Yeah. And that was the thing is giving that permission because one time she messaged me and said, oh, Rowena, like I haven't been productive today. Da, da, da. I'm like, okay, well, maybe this means that you should rest. <laughs> you <know? laughs> That's it. <laughs> There's a little gift from the universe for you, sweetheart. Take a right. note. <laughs> And she was like, oh, wait, what? You know, what? she's a, she's a mom, too, of two young children. So, you know, as moms, we're also like just trying to take care of everyone else instead of ourselves. So, oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Awesome. I, I I love the conversation is going in some really wonderful places today um, and going by so terribly fast. So. I'm wondering if you could dig, dig deep into your beautiful wisdom teacher, the six line in your profile. What's the most important thing you would tell somebody who does not currently love their life that would like to step into loving themselves and their life and their design? So something that I charged one of my clients to do recently, and actually if folks find me on Instagram, I, recently posted about it is going back to that reframing aspect that we talked about, but reframing failure. So again, because, because of my human design, recovering perfectionist here, right? Didn't want to fail. Didn't want to let someone down, but you know what? These failures, these experiments of life, have you, have you will, like these challenges that I faced in my own journey those are the stories that now resonate with people. Those are the stories where folks are like, oh, wait, so I can, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to have these challenges. And it has helped so many people feel less alone. You know, I've used what has happened in my life as examples of how I can step into my power and not be perfect or come off as some 
contrived robot thing, you know, mm. I'm a human with emotions and feelings and experiences. And yeah, I've, I've fucked up, I'm sure many times along the way, but that's, that's okay. And that's been my, that's what I've realized in that role model. Part of my profile is that those fuck ups essentially are going to be the golden nuggets, the gems that are going to help other people through it so that we can move on to that next phase of enlightenment and awakening and helping other people along the way. So that's what I would have folks walk away with. That's beautiful. And I love you. Just you pulled up that whole six experience. If you have a six line in your profile where I go out and I fuck it all up, (laughs) I fall on my face. You know, I might flirt with addiction and bad behavior and all kinds of bad behavior. Did I mention bad behavior? I have bad behavior. (laughs) Right. We go out, we fuck it all up and we withdraw for a period of time in that six line in your profile. And we incorporate those lessons and let go of the things, you know, what did I learn from all that? Okay. So I bashed my nose in, I don't know how many times falling flat on my face and rolling in the gutter and puking on my shoes. Right. Mm-hmm. And we pull in and we get this deep wisdom that comes through. And then we come out as teachers and role models. And I see you right on the cusp of that. And you're just such a beautiful, warm hearted individual. It's just such a pleasure to, to be here with you today and, and to share this space. Likewise, Laura, from one four six to another, this has been such an amazing, delightful, warm, funny, <laughs> fun conversation. Yeah, you never know what you're going to get for sure. Yeah. But before we move on to how to get in touch with you or any special offers or any of that that you have, is there anything we didn't cover that you'd like to talk about? Oh, goodness. I mean, I, it's just been such a such a delight. I just want to thank you for for having me today and going into these different directions with living the the lives that we have now and how can we alchemize those lives into something even more in alignment with our human design and what we're meant to do. It's just been, it's been such a treat. And I, I just want to thank you so much for, from the jump, having me giggle. <laughs> it's been a really fun conversation. It has indeed. So if I wanted to work with you and learn more about you, where would I go to do that? Yeah, sure. So my website is rowinawinkler.com. So if you want to hop on there, you'll see my different offerings, including I do offer human design readings and reports. If you're interested in learning more about your chart, I also do still do astrology readings. I mentioned that I started my entrepreneurship journey as an astrologer, but I still, still do those. But if you want to work with me in a coaching capacity where I use astrology and human design and a lot of these other mindset tools to give you permission slips and to remove those limiting beliefs and those blocks that might be getting in the way of you living your authentically empowered life. If you go on my website, you can see that I offer a one-on-one coaching where we would work together. And coming soon is I will start providing three and six month retainer uh, offerings for, for coaching. I'm opening up some time to work with clients that I love and adore. And so you can be like that client too, that whose life changed because she found out she was a projector. (laughs) Beautiful. Thank you so much for your time and your words of wisdom and your light and your love today. Thank you, Laura. Thank you so much. It's been really fun.
Oh, you're welcome. Thanks so much for being with us today. And if you found today's content helpful and want to learn more about how to work with me, you can find me at laurajayadare.com. For our guest information, look at the bottom of today's episodes where we'll have a link to get in touch with Rowena. Be sure to check back often for more episodes. They're released just about every Monday. So until next time, my friends, be so very good to you.